بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعد ما brothers and sisters one of the most um, important names and people in the seerah is the Sahabi of Rasulullah whose name is Suhail bin Amr Anyone who studied the seerah will remember the name, especially from Sulaih where he uh, first comes significantly into the story. Suhail bin Amr was uh, from the Quraysh, he was from the leaders of Quraysh. He was called the Khatib of the Quraysh. He was a great orator. And uh, so he his, was very clever, intelligent, articulate. And so he was, his opinion carried a lot of weight. He was very uh, influential. Now in the Battle of Badr, he participated in the army of the Quraysh. He fought against Rasulullah And he was taken prisoner. So when the prisoners were brought uh, to Medina, Umar ibn al-Khattab said to Rasulullah he said, Ya Rasulullah, let me uh, pull out his teeth, pull out his middle teeth, uh, so that he will not be able to speak against you. You know, if you pull out the incisors, then you start lisping and obviously your speech is uh, impaired. So he said, this is a man who speaks. And he's a man who speaks uh, against you, so we will let me allow me to do that. Rasulullah refused, and he said, "Most certainly not. I will not mutilate anyone, lest Allah Subhanahu wa Taala mutilates me, even though I am a prophet." And uh, then Nabi Sallallahu called Sayyidina Umar who close to him, and he said, "Umar, perhaps Suhail will do something in the future which will please you." Now, before we go further on this, let me uh, let me uh, say one more thing, which is that the lesson from this story up to now is also a beautiful lesson in terms of how Rasulullah Wasallam used to teach people. Now here is Sayyidina Umar who is a very important person in the uh, among the companions of Rasulullah and uh, yet he is saying something which is wrong. So Rasulullah wants to give a very clear message to Sayyidina Umar saying that what you are saying is wrong and it is something that is displeasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and uh, and therefore it is uh, it is something which is uh, you know uh, displeasing to Allah and it is something which is um, which he didn't want people to think it is okay because uh, he didn't want people to uh, uh, you know, to do uh, 
start doing such things yet at the same time sayyidina uh, rasul sayyidina rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam is very aware of uh, the importance of maintaining the self esteem of people uh, in this case one of his closest companions one of the most powerful of the sahaba so while uh, within courts uh, refusing sayyidina umar radhiyallahu anhu and in a way reprimanding him uh, he doesn't want he wants to make sure that that the power of the reprimand is lo- is not lost in uh, any confusion or any pain or any uh, feeling of being uh, within courts insulted so he told him and very clearly he said i will not mutilate anyone lest allah subhanahu wa taala mutilates me even though i am a nabi even though i am a prophet now this is so powerful and it is and it is so clear and then what does he do he calls sayyidina umar close to him and he says maybe suhail will do something in the future which will please you now why does he say that because he wants to make sure that sayyidina umar does not leave radhiyallahu who doesn't leave that place feeling slighted and feeling bad uh because shaitan is there with all of us and uh, you know it is quite possible that if rasulullah sallallahu had not approached this in this way sayyidina umar would have said well you know after all i was saying something uh, which was for the benefit of rasulullah sallallahu uh, benefit of islam here is an enemy of Ras- of the rasul alayhi salam here is an enemy of islam he has been using uh, his power of speech to harm uh, islam and the muslims so 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 what so bad if i if i said something like this now rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam closed the door for all such speculation and all such uh, possible uh, possible uh, you know misguidance of shaitan now as i mentioned to you sail bin amr was um, was the was the principal man in uh, in the sulah hudaybiyah in the treaty of hudaybiyah and uh, as we know the whole story of uh, hudaybiyah i will not go into that for uh, want of time but uh, suhail bin amr radhiyallahu anhu he was the spokesperson of the quraish now he um if you see the way he performed that duty you will see how he uh, how true to his terms of reference he was um because when uh, he came and uh, after speaking to rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said okay so he agreed to you know the terms of the treaty even though the terms were very one sided um and now the treaty was being written down and rasulullah sallallahu called ali ibn talib radhiyallahu to write down the treaty and he said write bismillah arrahman arrahim uh suhail bin amr immediately said i don't know this phrase write bismik allahumma in your name o allah this rahman rahim we don't know what it is 
Now Rasulullah agreed. And then Sayyidina Ali Radhilanu wrote Bismillahumma. And then Rasulullah said, Right, this is what has been agreed between Muhammad وسلم, the Messenger of Allah, Rasulullah, and Suhail ibn Amr. Now again Suhail ibn Amr objected. And he said, If I believed and if I had testified and if I had borne witness that uh, you are the uh, messenger of Allah, that you are the Rasul of Allah, uh, then there, then where is the problem? right? So he says, I do not agree with that. As far as I am concerned, I do not agree with that. What? So we don't accept you as the Rasul of Allah. What we do know is that you are the son of somebody we knew, which is your father, Abdullah bin Abdul Muttalib. So, right, Muhammad bin Abdullah. Um, again, that was done. And then, of course, the whole treaty was written and so on. Um, so he got from Rasulullah as much as possible for the Quraysh in the negotiations. And, of course, this happened because Rasulullah was so tolerant and patient and accepted these terms. And this is on the basis of the guidance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which he was receiving. Um, two years after Hudaybiyah, uh, the Quraysh broke the terms of treaty by supporting the Banu Bakr in a bloody aggression against the Khuza, who were the allies of Rasulullah Now, Rasulullah then took this opportunity to uh, march on Makkah uh, and 10,000 people 10, with 10,000 soldiers and Makkah was uh, was conquered uh, from the Quraysh. They, they surrendered and uh, then Rasulullah uh, received the leaders of Quraysh and he asked them, he said, Oh people of Quraysh, what do you think I will do with you? Now thereupon the Suhail bin Amr, he said, We think you will treat us well, noble brother. Son of a noble brother. He said, Akhil Kareem, even the Akhil Kareem. Now, Nabi Sallallahu uh, smiled and he said, Idhabu wa antumatulaka. He said, Go, for you are free. So, at this, uh, that is the reason why the, the people who uh, were in Makkah at that time are called Atulaka, the freed slaves of Rasulullah. They are the, called the freed ones or the free ones. Now, um, the interesting thing is that uh, Suhail bin Awar, then of course at that time he accepted Islam. And then he became a very, very sincere Muslim. Very sincere Muslim. And uh, the power of uh, the, 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 the point that Nabi Sallallahu made with Sayyidina Umar uh, came to be seen because when Rasulullah Sallallahu passed away and Abu Bakr Siddiq became the Khalifa uh, people started leaving Islam right? many people started leaving Islam many tribes they refused to pay zakat and in Makkah however uh, things got very difficult and very tough 
and the governor of makkah uh, i i don't recall his name but he disappeared he 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 was he went into hiding because he was afraid of being killed but suhail bin amr radhiyallahu even though he didn't have any official position he stood up and he defended the position that zakat and salah cannot be separated that zakat is a is a rukun of islam it's a pillar of islam and therefore zakat must be paid and people must not leave islam and he is the one who kept them together he is the one who kept them together and uh, makkah did not rebel even though many other places rebelled and obviously makkah has a very special significance if makkah had rebelled then the results of this whole rebellion could have probably been much worse um this is when sayyidina umar radhiyallahu anhu remembered the words of rasulullah sallallahu <coughs> where he said that leave him for one day perhaps leave the incisors of sohail bin amr leave his teeth because one day perhaps they will bring you joy and uh, that's when rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam's words uh, came true and sayyidina umar radhiyallahu anhu uh, remembered and recalled that um sohail bin amr when he became muslim radhiyallahu anhu made a vow to himself that he that he would exert himself and spend in the cause of allah and cause of islam at least in the same measure as he had done for the mushrikeen um so now he stood in long periods with the believers in salah and in fasting and he uh, spent a lot of money for the benefit of islam and the muslims he fought in the muslim army uh, against uh, persia and against uh, byzantine and uh, he participated in the uh, battle of yarmuk against the byzantines a battle which was very ferocious and eventually it broke the back the back of the byzantine roman empire um despite that even though he loved his he loved makkah dearly he refused to return to makkah after the victory of muslims in uh, in the in sham after yarmuk uh and he said i heard rasulullah sallallahu alaihi saying the going forth of any one of you in the path of allah for an hour is better for him than his life's work in his household and he said i shall always be a murabit in the path of allah till i die and i will not return to makkah and for the rest of his life he remained a murabit he remained a uh, a, a muhajir he remained somebody who was out in the path of allah and eventually he died in palestine in the small village of amawas near jerusalem we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable us to emulate these beautiful companions of uh, rasulullah sallallahu and uh, uh, may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless uh, uh, bless him and all those who seek to follow the sahaba of rasulullah sallallahu in goodness wa sallallahu ala nabiyil karim wa alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in bi rahmatika arhamar rahimin